0: speak. Don't speak in I statements about speak to your listener. You are going to learn these five things from listening to my video. You are going to get an interesting perspective from listening to this video. And that's how you need to speak. So it's, a, it's almost like a teacher and speak towards them versus about yourself.
1: Welcome to the making sales, social podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Making Sales Social Podcast. I am here with my new friend, Chad Kalecki. He is the founder of FTS Growth Studios and the podcast host of Failing to Success. One of the reasons that we're having Chad on today is because he knows how to take video and get it to go viral. Welcome to the show, Chad.
0: Thanks for having me, Brent.
1: I'm excited for you to be here. So here's the thing. We teach all of our clients that it's video that connects you to your audience people get to know you through video they feel like they know you uh, i had an experience recently where i went to a convention where i was speaking and i had someone i never heard of or met in my whole life come up and hug me and tell me they love me because of my video so we know the impact that we that video has and how very important it is in our business and our sales even in our social circles that's how people are connecting with us. So I am really excited to talk to you a little bit about how to get that video to go beyond your natural network. How do you, how does that expand and how do we touch the business owners, the network, the influencers, the lurkers? How do we attract them and create a a viral video? So are you ready to chat about that? Let's do it. Awesome. So I'm going to ask, you know, how did you start your journey in becoming an influencer around content creation?
0: My e-commerce business was actually where we started creating a lot of video around our products. And we realized very quickly, oh, this does better than any paid advertising or anything we've ever done. Because organically, a couple of our videos hit a million views and it became our largest traffic drivers for the website. So then a little later on, when we created the podcast, we said, okay, how are we going to distinguish ourselves as a podcast with so many people doing it? We're going to do video, but not just video, short form video and cut the podcast into clips and post them onto every social media channel possible.
1: Awesome. Do you remember the first video that really hit that we went, oh my gosh, this is incredible.
0: personally one hit 240,000 views. And it was because it was a little controversial. And I have no problem speaking in- controversial terms and so i know that if i can get to a line without crossing it it will do well to a broader audience so the video that really hit was it was on a topic of electric vehicles and we were saying that we can fill up i can fill up my ford truck for ten dollars at home when i go to the gas station and talk to my friends who are filling up their fords for 150 to 200 people went crazy on instagram for this everybody's like no you can't what's the cost of actually buying the truck you know what are all these things so it was great it was exactly what we wanted it got people conversing so the idea with the video is you really need to get need to trigger a reaction to where somebody wants to comment because if they comment then what happens is the video keeps playing and it keeps starts to loop so the algorithm yeah. look at it and they're like oh why is this 15 second video running for 45 seconds oh this must be good let me push out to a broader audience
1: I guess the lesson in that is make sure that your video is not just what you want to tell them, but what makes them want to tell you something.
0: Exactly. Exactly. In a way you're trying to, uh, you're trying to get an emotional reaction from people. And that can be a positive one. That could be a negative one, or that could be just something that interests them. So when you say trying to connect with a broader audience, right? Because if you're speaking to your internal network, you're not expanding out. So, It's talking about something relevant and then tying it back to your knowledge base. So to give you an example of that, we do a lot of search intent. So we do, we look at what's trending and we look at what people are searching for and then build backwards. So there was a clip that went up a couple of days ago where Elon Musk put it on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And it was of the Tesla Optimus robot and it was folding clothes. So right away, as soon as that went out, I went and I made a video. And I made my comments on it, and I said, okay, from a technology perspective and from this perspective, this is what I think. We hit it. We caught the trend, and it's already at 5,000 views. We're in like 24 hours later right now. Because we're also targeting search intent, I think it might get tagged onto the main video and be recommended by YouTube. And if that happens, my video um, goes to the end.
1: So how do you find that viral content or or the content that you can hit your... Wagon to uh, in a timely manner. You mentioned intent listening or whatever that like we call something social listening, but we don't really teach it in such a timely manner. What do you do that you know that you are alerted and when you have to take action?
0: I'm lucky enough to have a full team of SEO experts in house and a marketing team, and we sell marketing services. So my team will ping me, say, hey, make something on this right now. Another one is McDonald's did the big push of their new cosmics chain, which is these really nasty looking coffee drinks. Oh, I have lots to say on that. <laughs> I can make a short video kind of tearing it apart. Let's do a menu review because people are going to be searching for that in the coming weeks. So if we do that, we're going to crush it with the algorithms.
1: So let's talk about rather than you, the marketer understanding yep. the marketing, what about a client? So let's, I'm yep. going to make it as, mundane as I possibly can, an insurance salesperson comes to you and say says, how do I create video that attracts an ideal audience, entertain them, and have them still understand what it is that I do for a living?
0: Yeah. So first we look at what people are searching for on that front. So is there anything currently on YouTube or on Instagram around insurance that people are interested in? Because it might be from the aspect of somebody who's shopping for insurance. And how can you tell if a provider is giving you a good rate? Or how can we figure out if this is a reputable broker, right? So we're going to, instead of trying to go for virality, we're going to go for search. Because that's a very targeted audience. And if we can give a lot of value, education, insights through their video, and even do that in a short form format, people will watch it. And it'll start showing up in search results
1: awesome i love that so just a couple of tips and you don't have to give away all your magic but let's say i find a brene brown video that's gone nuts in the last 24 hours and i want to hitch my wagon to that so what is do i have to mention her is it the same topic do i name my video a similar topic like how do
0: i start you start by saying her name You say, Brene Brown just did this. And then you tell your thoughts, your perspective, your analysis of it, and you definitely name it a similar title.
1: Okay, perfect. What do you think of those videos where someone is watching someone else's video and laughs and then talks about it, Um, you you know, like the split screen? Do those do really well? And is it for that reason that you're mentioning somebody else's name?
0: Yes. So. What grabs people is keywords that they are familiar with? So if I start a video saying Elon Musk, already I have, I have their attention because it's something that's relevant to them. Uh, branded words in your first one line and then you statements. Very important. Speak. Don't speak in I statements about, speak to your listener. You are going to learn these five things from listening to my video. You are going to get an interesting perspective from listening to this video. And that's how you need to speak. So it's, it's almost like a teacher. And speak towards them versus about yourself. Awesome. I love that.
1: Um, So how do you balance staying true to your personal brand while also appealing to the audience? Like if you're not naturally funny, you know, my brand might be highly education, but it's not engaging someone like, like I'm going to go back to insurance You know, I'm an excellent insurance broker and I really understand risk tolerance. And I really understand when someone needs a whole life, a universal life or long-term care disability, I'm not an insurance person, right? But I'm just, my point. And when I talk, people fall asleep. But I do want to make sure that I am showing up as the subject matter expert and getting value from viral video. How do you blend the two?
0: If you, when you talk, people fall asleep, you might not be the right candidate to make viral video. If we're being just straightforward here.
1: Okay, fair. Uh,
0: maybe develop a persona for this, right? And maybe it's a little more upbeat. Maybe it's a fun take on insurance sales. You know, it's, it's you have to play to the audience, something people are gonna watch. Um, if you are, do have a little bit of personality and, and can kind of dance around subjects in your own method and words, in your own personality, great because you're gonna get the right list listeners right they're gonna be very interested in you they're gonna buy into you you don't ever have to be let's say you're selling a service or you have a business you never even need to sell it or pitch it because what's going to happen is they're going to start investing in you as a person and they're going to be like oh what is Bryn's business and i'm going to click here on her profile and then i'm going to show up on her website and be like oh i actually do need her help with this
1: okay that makes sense Um, How do you feel about QR codes to things and calls to action in videos? Does that kill the momentum?
0: Yeah, calls to action kill the momentum, at least in the beginning. So until you get to a critical mass of following, like until you have like 100,000 people behind you, don't try and sell anything. Let them naturally come to your website. Let them naturally just decide they want to buy something. Uh, As soon as you make it sales, you're going to lose people. And when you're building a following, you can't be salesy in any way.
1: All right. But saying, Hey, smash that like button is fine.
0: That's fine. You can ask for a subscribe or like only ask for one thing. That's another thing. Don't say like, comment and subscribe. People can only handle one call to action.
1: Oh, so that's interesting. So there are a few people that I, I guess because I've watched them, they're always in my feed. And every time before one in particular gets started, it's, you know, make sure you ring that bell, like the, and there's a whole list of things and it comes on. And then sometimes I find myself scrolling off before she even gets started.
0: Exactly. i was just going to ask you, what do you do?
1: Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I've heard this 50 times. Now I feel like if it were at the end, if you liked this and you're still here, do you agree with that? Do it at the end?
0: Completely. And all of the platforms reward people watching all the way to the end of the video. So if you're scaring people off, in your first five seconds with some sort of call to action, mm-hmm. you're never going to get any traction. The first one line needs to be a hook that gives a little bit of intent about what the video is going to be about without giving the whole thing away.
1: Okay, so let's do life insurance. What's a good hook? So if I said, oh, wait, I'm going to come back to the hook because I want to ask, no, all right, we'll do that. And then I'm going to go to my, my next one. So I'm in life insurance. What's a good hook that will get you in? That could get someone in.
0: Do you fear leaving your family with nothing behind? that's, that's
1: your, a you statement.
0: That's a you statement. That one does. I mean, your life insurance, you kind of need to play on fear a little bit.
1: Sure. Oh, yep. All of life insurance is bought on fear. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: do you want to make sure your family is taken care of when you're gone? That's another hook.
1: Okay. Disability could really—you could have fun with some disability, right? Like, do you want this person or this person taking care of you? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I can have some fun. I get it now, right? Like, actually, that could be really fun. That could be a lot of fun, (laughs) right? Oh my gosh, I just like had a flood of ideas come in for these really boring insurance videos. That's great. I love it. Okay, so the question that I couldn't decide when to ask, I'm asking now. Another trend I'm seeing in video, and I really kind of like it are if there're young people like you that are talking to themselves, right? So there's split video. and it's um, did you know that if you go to this airline and you click here and you, you and you can fly first class for free the rest of your life. How do you know that? Follow Jane and it's themselves, right? Follow Jane for more tips like these. And I find them really engaging. Are they effective?
0: They are. So it's a lot more production work and video work because you have to cut yourself up in wearing a different hat, different shirt. Yeah. But they do well. And if you have the time to do it, yes. If you can put the effort in. You know, me and you are both very busy business owners. So if we can get something up there and it's catchy, we're happy. But yeah, those ones work as well.
1: Yeah, I think um, that's something I actually said to one of my coworkers. I'm like... Try that. And then my team's like, we got a video, we got to edit that. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, that's why people hire you, right? Like that's what you do. Yeah. Um you're right, you're right. It does, it is a much higher level of, of video editing, but I really think it's worth it. I that for whatever reason, and there are all these young youngins, people like, you know, I'm on the second half of 50, <laughs> right? Which I could still have some fun with it, but it feels like a very young thing to do, but it really gives me the impression that the person knows what they're doing. They're really smart. It's credibility and it's
0: fun. And you do have to realize that to create that one clip, even just from a recording aspect, it's like a three hour recording job for that 130 second clip.
1: Wow. Okay. Especially they're, they put in the subtitles and the
0: interesting. They're changing their outfits, right? They're how many times have they done retakes of saying those lines to get them right? When they're really well done like that, it's taken some time.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and you know, writing the script is 90% of the battle, I think, though. It's like I, I that could be four, five, six hours to get that right and punchy. And so I totally get it. I totally get it. So, what trends do you see coming down the pike with with video and business? Like what anything, how is AI affecting it? Like what's going on in the industry? That's going to have an impact on video.
0: So AI is great from a thumbnails perspective. You can get some really cool graphics quickly without having graphic designers for your videos, uh, video itself. You can't really use AI. You can tell, and people want the human touch. They want a real person speaking, maybe stumbling a little bit, right? If it's perfectly scripted, it's not always the best. Right.
1: That's what I said to you when we started, I'm like, we could edit, but I'd rather not. I just want the natural conversation, right? So that's great. So so what do you see coming down the pike with AI? How is it gonna make, other than it thumbnails, like do you see it writing scripts that are humorous? Do you see it, like what, how can AI help business owners get started with video in a way that they never thought they could?
0: Yeah, currently I'd say it's capable of writing good outlines. It can give you scripts, but you have to rewrite them in your own voice because it you can tell they're computer generated. Uh, there, there's some decent jokes, but you'll probably have to rewrite the jokes too. You know, okay. you'll always, I mean, maybe in a few years, it'll get to the point where its it's really good and can do it. But within the space of creativity, the human touch is always going to have value. That's awesome.
1: All right. So I'm going to ask one last question, which is... What questions should I have asked you that I didn't?
0: How does a very busy business owner have time to make content? And so <laughs> you actually, you pretty much have to have a content coach. Otherwise you're just not going to get it done. It's like anything else in life. If you don't have a coach and somebody who's coming in with the plan, you won't be able to do it consistently and you won't be able to keep to that routine. And bringing in an expert can really help you with that. It ends up being worth whatever expense you put in.
1: Yeah, and one of the things I say, and I agree with that. One of the things that I I, I think about that is you may think you're saving money doing it yourself, but how much is your hour worth? You got to really look at that. If you could sell that hour, are you really spending significantly more than uh, by not having a coach? So I I totally agree with that. This was fun. I learned a lot. I think this is going to bring a lot of value to our network. Um, a, a lot of folks really understand the importance of video, just don't really know how to get started. So if they wanted to work with you, how could they reach you?
0: Think on my website, ftspod.com, F-T-S-P-O-D.com. There's a button that says book a strategy call. Very easy. And you'll get directly to me.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Chad, for your insights. And for all our listeners, when you're out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.